We are back after a week break. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. It was kind of weird last week, actually. I hope uh, everyone had Thanksgiving and good Thanksgiving. And uh, thanks for coming back. Hopefully, hopefully the week didn't scare you away. How was uh, How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Yeah. Um, I go to my daughter's. No to no tofurkey this year. No tofurkey. Yeah, it's a tradition. Um, we couldn't find one. It's weird. It's a shortage. So if you're looking for next year, go ahead and get one now. Yeah, plan get, ahead. Get that bad boy in the freezer because there there is a shortage. But it was good. Um, just kind of chill. Took Friday off and uh, chilled. Went to a movie. Um, nice. Went to see Ford versus Ferrari. Was it good? I haven't gone yet. I'm like dying to go. I loved it. I'm not even a like a big car guy, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to go buy one now. It's like <laughs> I want to go buy a race car. What a GT40 or a Ferrari? <laughs> GT40 or, or both? <laughs> no, it was pretty epic. I'm a big Christian Bale fan too, so yeah, he was awesome as he is in everything. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> I, I saw him in Boston. Him and Ben Affleck. I'm pretty yeah. sure I did. I really did, but I keep telling people you I did. Think you did. <laughs> I always tell people I did. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm dying to go see that movie. I've seen another documentary on it, uh, an LA documentary on on that, basically that movie, and it's it's an interesting story. Yeah, it's Ford almost bought Ferrari. Yeah, and they were in the signing room and Fiat. They Ford basically tried to screw him over, mm-hmm. and Enzo Ferrari said a bunch of swear words in Italian, yeah. and they got up and walked away. Yep, he said yeah. some best. It's in the movie. Is it? Oh yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's a hell of a story. How how he got that up happened? And he, he walked, and it's it's pretty epic. It's they like, tried to pull a fast one because all he had was a small town attorney, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Ford, with their big team of lawyers and whatever, tried lawyers. To, they tried to pull a fast one. Yeah, it was. It's a great. It's definitely worth your time. Um, yeah, awesome. Check her out maybe this weekend. Went to another restaurant and tried a new thing. Yeah, it's called uh, El Guapo. Ooh. Sounds. Which I think it means like handsome one or something. I'm pretty sure that's my nickname most uh-huh. of the time. Um, yeah. But it was pretty good. It was like a tequila and taco bar. Oh, but they didn't have any tacos. It was brunch time. I know. I'm kind of speechless too. It's weird. And then she, Tracy had some kind of tequila drink. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Something different. Like we like to go to different places all the time. I don't drink tequila very much. I don't either because it's got a worm in it. Like it, I don't know. Not all of it does, but yeah, I, I pretty much. We had to look it up. What's the deal with the worm? Puts me on my ass. But you know, there's no difference in any alcohol. It's all ethanol. It doesn't matter. But it seems like it is. It Wine seems like it does seems to kill me. So does tequila. And I, yeah. there's no science behind it. Wine gives me. So I go to Napa at least once a year. Cousins mm-hmm. live there. Uh, wine gives me massive headaches. Wonder why that is. I don't know. That's the only alcohol science. that gives me just a massive headache. Uh, beer will give me uh, the shits. I mean, just to put it bluntly, huh. uh, and maybe you shouldn't drink liquor. So I drink, I'll drink vodka or rum or whiskey. It's usually my kind of it doesn't do nothing to drinks. you. I just have a normal hangover if I drink too much. Oh, you're an odd guy. I know it's weird. More and more. Just yeah, remind me not weird. to buy any beer. We'll be if I'm sniffing right now, it's because my, my nose with my hole in it, it gets very dry. In the oh, morning. yeah, someday yeah. we're gonna. See that straw thing? Yeah, Your mom would be proud if yeah. she commented. Yeah, she's pretty proud of me. Oh, yeah. I can I can see why she wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so, um, are you hungry tonight? No, <laughs> no. It's funny you ask. I'm not. Huh? Did you watch any football the last couple of weeks? Not really. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Did you do any picks? I didn't do any picks. 
As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got him. You kicked my ass last two weeks. Uh, what, two weeks ago? Well, last week you went uh, three and two to my one, three and one. Pretty solid. And then this week you went three and two yet again to mine two and three, bringing our records to 17 and 13 on the year for you. And I am under 500 at 14, 15, and one. Womp, why? Womp, womp. I don't know why I'm not a professional gambler. The moment you start gambling, you'll stop getting these picks right. Oh, I know. That's exactly <laughs> what will happen. Uh, awesome. Well, I think tonight is the real estate night. It is a real estate night. We're going to talk real estate. And I have a few questions for you. Did you know that I used to be a real estate guy myself? I know you knew. I did. If the audience knows. That's Back one of in the, the day. many, 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 many jobs that I've had in my day. It was probably about 2000, 1999 and 2000. Yes, I was in kindergarten. You were in kindergarten, correct. Yeah. Before you, we get too far. so Oh, here we go. Tonight's punishment, I have to do it twice. We got my ass kicked two weeks in a row. I'm going to do one now and I'll get it look, later. Let me look at it. I'm looking oh, at it. Oh, my God. I call it the fridge door special. So many things from the fridge door. Um, you can looks kind of imagine what's in here. Looks uh, tasty. Ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, ranch dressing, French dressing, A1 steak sauce, taco sauce, um, Worcestershire, Cholula hot sauce. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> Sriracha. Oh, another favorite. Um, Miracle Whip. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing one or two things here, but I was honest about it. I made it myself, and I was honest about it. Mm. I'm going to try this now. I think it would have been better with the – oh, my goodness. I'm going to get one of them out of the way now. I'm about to watch this happen. Is that sizable enough for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good with it. Get the mic out of the way here. <laughs> it's making me like – Oh, right, God. Because I'm right across from him. I sit right across from him. I'm afraid I'm going to get hurled on. You know what? That wasn't really all that bad. That's not right. Then. There's a lot going on. A lot of flavor. A lot of different flavors at different times. But there's maybe you just created a new dressing. Maybe. It's my special sauce. I think the is it Marlot? Merlot? What do we drink usually? Malort. Malort. Whatever. Maybe stick with that. That stuff's nasty. I don't care. Uh, we're, we we got to get some new. We're, we're, we'll get we, something we, new. We're we're almost out of Malort. We're trying to figure out how to get some online. I think we found one today, but. I only got about two shots left in that bottle. Oh, boy. That's like I got a kick. <laughs> a lot of. <laughs> it's like getting dry in the back of my throat. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Let's get some Coke in here. Yeah, you need to wash that down a little bit. Mm. All right. That's done for the first time. We'll do it again later before we get into picks. Oof. Woo. All right. All right, we're doing a real estate special tonight. Uh, Bob is basically in charge. He's gonna he's gonna talk to me. We're gonna talk about real estate. Talk about what I do, how things work. Um, that way, I don't have to do a weekly plug about you know if you need to buy or sell a home, call me. But we're we're gonna talk about me tonight, or strictly about me and real estate. So when I do my weekly plug, you know that I know what I'm talking about, and hopefully, I answer some questions beforehand. So we'll go back. Like I said, in time, 1999, 2000, I did, I went, I came to Des Moines. I lived in Washington, Iowa at the time. Mm-hmm. Came to Des Moines. It was week-long real estate class. I don't really remember. And I took the test, and I passed it by, like, one point. Mm-hmm. It, it's standard. It, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder than people think it is. So we did that, and I did it for just a while. And I was, the 
back in those days, interest rates were like stupid high. So nine. Yeah, I my first house that I bought in 1988, 9% interest. Yep. That's what I paid and it, it was a deal. It was actually a steal. Yep. And yeah, now like mine is like under 3. Today, today it's 3.65. That's just and people think that's high cuz it's been fluctuating. Yeah. Compared to my 9, come on people. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, uh, my credit wasn't bad. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a normal. I think the going back 40, 50 years the average over historically over time is is right at nine. That nuts. So I mean it's I mean it's obviously going down right now, but I think they'll go up to five or six uh, and probably rest somewhere in that area. But I don't really know. I don't. I'm not. I don't have a crystal ball. So I thought it would be at five right now, and this nope. year dipped, and here we are sitting under four again. Nuts. Yeah. So let's say I was in the mood to sell my house or buy a house. Yeah. Um, just I'll, here's how it goes with me. Usually I just kind of go on a whim. It's like, Oh, I think I need a new house. Yep. What should you do first? Should you try to sell your house first? Should you try to find a house first? Uh, well, you need to find an agent first. Um, that's the important thing. Um, you don't have to sell and buy with the same person, but I highly recommend you do so because it is easier to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, makes it more seamless. Um, you probably want to go. You don't necessarily need to get pre-approved immediately, but you need to make sure that your finances are in check. So you, when the pre-approval comes, you're good to go. Because if you sell your home first, which we'll talk about a little more, you should sell your home first, and then you go to get pre-approved and you find out you can't for some reason, Oh, then you're a little screwed. Home, homeless. Yes, you're a little screwed. Um, so you got to make sure that you got all your ducks in a row, and most people do. Um, but I always tell people, and I've done plenty of deals where we help them sell their house and then we help them buy the new one, um, it's okay to look for the new one casually. If you find it, you can write a, a subject to sale offer, and we'll talk about that too. But you need to don't put the cart for the horse. You need to sell your house, um, especially certain homes in certain areas. You know, the markets are different, even all all different areas around Des Moines and different price ranges. So they got to make sure that you can sell your house. You don't want to find the new one and find out that you have a home that's very difficult to sell, mm. and then you're in a tough place to where, you know, man, I'm going to lose that house, and it happens a lot. Um, I mean. I hate it when people do that. They put the cart for the horse and they write a contingent offer, meaning they're first in line to get that new house, but they got to sell theirs first and it just doesn't sell. And someone comes in and takes it away from them. It's sad. It is. You know, it's, no. it's out of my control, you know, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see that happen to people. <laughs> you get emotionally attached to people. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, you're involved in their life. It's a, one of the biggest things most people will do financially in their lives. And, uh, you know, most people do it multiple times, but, uh, you get emotionally attached to it. You know, you start to, well, for the most, sometimes I guess you start to care for these people and, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to describe that. Well, yeah, it's heavy. Heavy. So let's say we, we found a, um, we decided to go ahead and sell. Mm -hmm. We found an agent. Maybe it's you. Hopefully it's you. I hope it's me. Um, (laughs) are you... How does the process start? Do you come in the house? Do you do, like, um, comparative stuff? So, I just did it yesterday, or day before. So, it starts with someone reaches out to me and says, hey, we're looking to sell our house. Um, First thing I do is, and they say, how do we start? So, let's set up a meeting in the house. Um, That's the easiest way to do everything. It gives us an opportunity to meet, um, see if we vibe together, if we just have bad, 
very bad rapport. And sometimes that happens. Then maybe I'm not the right person. Um, ask all the questions you want. I can give my spiels and whatever I got to do. Um, I get to see the house uh, and and everything else. It's all I guess happens at once. Um, in the meantime, I obviously get your address, so I'll do a little bit of data research myself. You can do some comparatives prior to seeing the house, but you need to really see the house to narrow it down. Uh, so that's what I did. I did some comparatives and went over and talked to the people, and, uh, you know, I gave them basically a range, and they, they were pretty flexible with the price. They wanted, basically wanted my opinion of it. So I came to work today and sat down and did thorough comps based on what I found in their house, and, you know, we came up with the price. So that's typically how I do it, and that's typically the starting point. From there, it's just them deciding on the price, on the list date, uh, some logistics on my end, like getting photos done and, and paperwork and stuff taken care of. But that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's how it starts. And it usually happens very quickly. And so when you do the photos, and I'm sure you have a web presence, mm -hmm. um, is it just through Charterhouse or is it, is there like a multiple listing thing? Yes, of course. Uh, the MLS is the multiple listing oh, service. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, back in your day, it might have still been a magazine. Back, they just started MLS. It like, was like, on, like online. It was like an amazing, magical thing. Online, yeah. they yes. started it? Yeah, yep. so it used to be way back in the day, the MLS was a magazine. Yep. And that yep. would get updated weekly in your local market, and that would go out. Now it's the internet. Uh, it'll probably go away someday, but for right now, we I mean, to put it bluntly, we kind of have a racket on it. Realtors do. So all the listings go on there, and... It does a lot of work for us. It sends you it automatically puts it on Zillow and Realtor.com and stuff like sure, that. So sure. if you ever meet an agent that tells you they're going to do all these things for you, trying to talk up all the work they do, it's a bunch of bull. <laughs> it's done for them. So you got to be careful about who you talk to and what they're telling you. But uh, nice, nice. Yeah, that does basically all the marketing for you. I mean, it's a hmm. wonderful tool. Is that, do you find that that's how most people find houses? Yeah. Get on the net and say, yep. oh, I'm so interested in this house. Most people will find them you. on Zillow or Realtor.com. Um, very randomly do you get phone calls on your own listing. Most people have somebody that you know. Everyone knows yep. an agent. Yep. Um, sometimes when you do get those phone calls, it's usually the first time homebuyers that don't know what's going on. So it happens to me occasionally, like, hey, we saw your house for sale. We, you know, wonder if we can see it. And then that's my opportunity to pitch them and try and get hired and explain to them that, Hey, I could be your agent. You don't need no. Yeah, I can't talk tonight. You don't need to call anybody. You can just text me and say, "Hey, let's go see it." Um, but uh, yeah, as far as doing a home search, especially with an agent, when I'm looking for homes for a client, I go to the MLS. I don't go to Zillow or Realtor.com or mm -hmm. Craigslist or Facebook or anything like that. I go to the MLS, um, and that's the downfall of a, of a for sale by owner. And we can get on that later. I'm sure we will. But. <coughs> They're not on the MLS. That's why we hold the racket on it. I mean, no, it makes just sense. the way the industry is. Mm. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> huh. Very interesting. Yeah. So you put it on the internet, you'll slap a sign in the yard. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, um, I'm going to call it staging, or what do you think a person should do? And I know this is a very general question because everybody's house is different. Yeah. Everybody's decorated different, but is there things that you think the average client likes to see when they go into a house, like curb appeal, any yeah, of that kind of stuff. You definitely want to see furniture. It helps. Um, a, mm -hmm. a home with even some furniture is going to show better than a home with no furniture. And sometimes that's un unavoidable. You know, you have to move for a job or whatever, and your home is vacant, and that's fine. You happens. It still sells. You know, brand new homes are all usually all empty, you know, and they still sell plenty of times too. Um, 
definitely the big thing is cleanliness, uh, tidiness. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be spotless clean, but tidiness is probably the better word. Um, and mm. decluttered is a word that we use a lot, uh, meaning don't have 800,000 things on your counter. Have sure. like five, you know, shove a whole bunch of stuff into your cabinet or into your closets or whatever. And, you know, less stuff out takes up less room and it's an illusion on the eye, but it makes the room look bigger. Makes sense. So you do all this stuff. You have your MLS, um, get your online presence. You've got the sign in the yard. Mm-hmm. You've done the staging, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Got the yard looking good, all that stuff. Yeah, photos done, description written. So I always see these open houses signs. Yeah. Like I see it all the time. Like, And yeah. quite honestly, before I bought the house I have now, that's what we do on a Sunday. Let's go yeah. look at some houses. I ain't buying nothing. Yeah. Does it work? Do What does that do? What's the point of that? I'll tell you right now, it doesn't sell your house. Hmm. I mean, a disclaimer, it happens. Sure, sure, sure. It happens, but it's blind luck, and it's totally random. That person that came into that open house could have just as easily called the number on the sign and, or their friend or cousin or whatever that's a real estate agent said, I want to see this house. But for the most part, it does not sell your home. It's so, just people out messing around, isn't it? For the most part, yeah. I did, yeah. I, I did one one time. I actually have a fun fact. Um, any home I've ever held an open house on, I have not sold. Sure, sure. So, like, ever. Like, I didn't sell it. Like, I got fired because it, it went too long and it expired and, and they went elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing one in West Des Moines one time and um, uh, this guy walked in and he told me straight to my face, he's like, look, I'm not here to buy this house. I'm just about to remodel my kitchen and we're driving around and looking for ideas. And it was like a three-year-old house. So, eh. you know, the kitchen looked nice. And I'm like, well, okay. So At least you're honest. And I was brand new, you know. And sure. I'm like, wow, maybe this is really true. It was my broker, Mark, he always preaches open houses are a waste of time. And he's right. I mean, they truly are. Um, that doesn't mean I don't do them. Uh, and I will do them occasionally, especially in the winter, because I got a lot less going on. But mm-hmm. I do them not to sell your home. I do them to put myself in front of potential buyers that – especially the first time home buyers that don't know how things are really work and they're mm-hmm. just kind of walking around or driving around looking at homes. Um, you know, I got a client right now. Uh, that's what they did. when they first started looking, they'd, they'd go to open houses and I got lucky enough that they saw my listing and called me and, you know, I gave them a quick spiel. Like I didn't try to sell them. I'm just like, Hey, you guys don't have to do this anymore. I can just show you homes. My service is free to you as a buyer. And we can talk about that too later on. Um, and they're like, oh, that's cool. We just talk to Nate all the time. So, you know, that's, that's why I do open houses when I do them occasionally. I'll give you a quick, quick story. <clears throat> so I moved to Des Moines in 2008 and, uh, I couldn't, this is 2008 was a terrible uh, time for real estate. Did something like crash or just, yeah, it was a, yeah. there was a wall street. There was a crash going on. It was, oh. it was terrible. I hadn't heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, but I just moved to Des Moines. So I hadn't sold my house. I lived in Muscatine. Yeah. So I leased it out. I had a two year lease agreement with a person that worked at Honda industries where my wife used to work. Well, he got fired. <laughs> I'm down uh, in San Antonio at medic school and all this is going on. I'm like, yeah. you gotta be kidding me. I got quite a bit of the money back, but so my real estate agent, um, decided to have an open house, just threw something against the wall. Mm-hmm. And this couple comes in with three kids and they say, well, my dad's going to buy me a house. So I'm just, I think we're going to buy this house. And he calls me and tells me this. I'm like, yeah. 
right, sure, yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. I'm holding my breath. Well, they did. <laughs> the dad did. It was like a freaky, freaky thing. I mean, it happens. It was just it does. A, and they were first time home buyers. It was just a really crazy, freaky thing. Yep. Um, and then absolutely when I moved to Des Moines, I went to an open house, met a realtor. I didn't buy the house. But you met a realtor. But I met a, exactly what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Took my name. I liked her. Boom. Yep. But I bought a house from her later. Vibe. You liked what she was saying, and you're like, boom. Yep. It's like yeah, it's just easy. Be, I don't want to yeah. deal. I just don't want to look at open houses anymore. Yeah. The beautiful thing for buyers, and a lot of people don't know this, um, which is why they don't get an agent right away, is that the commission is free as a home buyer. Yeah. People don't understand that. They, they don't. They don't understand how that works. Uh, when someone buys a home with me, it costs them three hundred ninety-five dollars. It's an administrative fee that goes to my brokerage. And if I hadn't just said that, and if I don't tell you about that beforehand, you'd never know it was there. Because at closing, it gets rolled in with your loan origination fees and your yep. insurance and your taxes and your down payment. You know, So 400 bucks disappears very, very quickly. Easily. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Is that pretty standard? Yeah. I think we're about average at 400. Hmm. So... Commission. Let's talk commission for a mm-hmm. second. You talked about when you're helping a buyer buy a house, mm-hmm. it's just that three hundred ninety five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you're getting paid though from the sellers? Yep. Part of it. Yep. So how does that work? So it's all about cooperation with different brokerages. So there's obviously a ton of them. I mean, Remax, Our Realty. Oh yeah, everywhere. Century Twenty One, Kelly Williams, Charter House, uh, whatever. There's mm-hmm. a ton. So it's all about cooperation. So. People do different things, and we do different here. I mean, we'll talk about that later on too. But um, the standard or the normal, if you will, there's no actual set thing. You can do whatever you want. But the normal is 6%. And what that is is split down the middle, 3 and 3. The listing agent gets 3, and the buyer's agent gets 3. And the reason that is is because there are so many different companies with different agents all over the place. There's like 3,000 agents in Des Moines. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. Yep. You probably don't have the buyer to buy your listing. So you want someone else to bring their buyer. So that 3% is set aside for the, the other agents to come and bring their buyers by the house. And when they bring their buyers and their buyers buy it, they get paid 3%. That's how that works. When I go, I'm going to go out this weekend with the buyer. Hopefully, I think they're going to write an offer this weekend. Um, the sellers, these are all brand new homes. So the builder will be paying me 3%. My service to them is free. Other 395 bucks. But yeah. mm. Yep. So how does it work when they're selling a house and they list through you? So the way we do it, instead of 6%, 3 and 3 split down the middle. Ours is, I, I think, better, actually, because it, it doesn't take very much work to sell your home, to list your home. Uh, we do twenty four ninety five, twenty five hundred bucks if you will, plus 3%. So when I list a home and I sell a home, I get paid 2500 bucks. The buyer's agent still gets 3%. The reason we do that. One, it saves our sellers a lot of money, thousands of dollars. And I can do the math on it. It's like a $200,000 home, you're going to sell that at 6%. You're going to pay, ooh, I'm trying to do math in my head, $12,000. With us, you're going to pay $8,500. It's $2,500, $3,500 savings right there. Um, but the 3% is still there for the buyer's agents. We keep it at 3 And I've actually had people say, well, can we discount that too? Because people are cheap. You want to save money. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get it. You know, so I get it. Is. I want to save money too. And I tell them no. Because if you even discount that to 2%, other agents might find excuses to not show their clients that house. So yeah. you're, you're losing potential, uh, potential buyers at that point. So the three's there. No one has any reason to not come. 
and they're going to bring the buyers and they're going to get paid just like they would expect to get paid. So that, that's why we do what we do and it works. I mean, it saves thousands of dollars for all our, all of our clients and, you know, listing a home doesn't take very much work. I mean, it's, it's a meeting in the living room, coordinating photos, which is literally a text message, uploading that on the, on the MLS, entering some data, which takes about an hour, and writing the description that's included in that hour, and then hit submit. So you do twenty four ninety five, mm-hmm. no matter what the price of the home is. It doesn't you matter. Your million-dollar home is 2500 bucks. So Your $100,000 home is 2500 bucks. So in that particular case, if you had a half-a-million-dollar home, yeah. I mean, you're saving just an insane amount of money. Yeah, this 6%, you'd pay $30,000. Right. Um, with us, you'd pay seventeen five. So twelve and a half thousand dollars. What would you do with twelve and a half thousand dollars? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather not say on the air, but <laughs> I'd yeah. probably blow it all. Yeah, probably <laughs> pretty quick. Probably but. Meadows. Oh yeah, yeah. You do some serious. Yeah, hell of a weekend, but <laughs> oh, I, I probably wouldn't remember it. But well, absolutely, that's that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about careers in real estate real quick. And, mm-hmm. and I remember when you did this, you were I don't even know where you were, and then you texted me and you said. I'm going to do this. I'm like, you're insane. I think I was here. Maybe you were. So yeah. I, I had, so my maybe st- I was gone. My story in real estate was I had been in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, it was for a wedding. So it was with a big group of people. Uh, six months after our deployment, you know, I was kind of deciding like, man, I got to try something different. Like yep. a little burnt out. I have done nothing but wear uniforms since I was 17. Uh, when I did the math at that point in time, I spent more time away from Iowa than I had in Iowa. Um, so I uh, lost my train of thought. So uh, I'm in Mexico for a wedding, a lot bigger of people. I'm the only single person there. So, and I was also at a PT test the next weekend. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'd still go out and party with everybody every night, but I'd drag my ass out of bed every single morning and I'd go down to the gym and I'd get on the treadmill like, and the elliptical sure. and go sit in the sauna and sweat it out and, and, you know, get some running in and just feel absolutely terrible when I go do it and, uh, shower eat breakfast and then i start every day off and everyone's still in bed i'm like the only person awake in the resort at this point and i go i bought a bunch of cubans when i first got there and i'd go and sit on the patio and smoke a cuban and uh, uh drink a screwdriver and get the day started uh so at some point i decided i was like okay i gotta try something different and i'd always thought about real estate i thought about a part-time which by the way is you can't do it so don't think about it it doesn't work you gotta have full you got a full-time obligation um so I came home, uh, my friend Katie, I've known since I was 19, we were neighbors in our first apartments. She works here. She's kind of our office manager and, and uh, Mark's assistant. And I text her on the plane, actually, when I'm coming home and uh, asking her about real estate. And she asked me what I got going on the next day, which I was still on leave. Uh, told her nothing. Went had coffee with her. She said, what are you doing this afternoon? Nothing. Laundry. Trying to recover from a week of drinking. Uh, she's like, why don't you stop by the office at two, meet Mark. And I did. And then I think I came and talked to you like right after that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other people and yeah, very next day I slept on it. The very next day I had to, it took me all day to work up the nerve, but I walked in and I resigned. <laughs> yeah. I worked for a month after that and I had like a month of leave, uh, which worked out perfectly between like, I got my license basically the day I came off of leave, I think. Uh, so then I started doing this full time hmm. and here we are two years later. Has it been two years already? And January 8th. Gotta be kidding me. Yeah. 
Wow. Where's the time go? I don't know. That's just, <laughs> wow. It's insanity. It's absolutely insanity. Yeah. Holy cow. So if somebody else want to get into this, well, actually I have another question. Yeah. So are you considered like a contractor? You take, how does the taxes work? How does all yeah, that work? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of complicated I'm an independent contractor. So, um, I'm not an employee here. I don't get a W-2 or yeah, W-2, W-4, whatever, W-2. That tax thing. Yeah. I don't get a, a W-2 at the end of the year. I get a 1099. 1099. So yep. uh, no taxes get taken out of my pay. I get paid throughout the year when I sell homes, commission, um, no salary. It's all commission. I got to sell to make money. Um, and then at the end of the year, I got to do my taxes. So you got to learn how to, you know, buy new vehicles all the time to get a get the tax breaks thirty five thousand dollar deduction and you know whatever else. So uh, you learn how to do all that, and it's still a learning experience. I mean, this is only my second. I'll be doing my taxes for the second time here soon, and it's man, it's a pain in the butt. It's complicated. So how does like health insurance work for? I've been in, on in this game for so long, I don't even understand how it works. Well, for I'm a people. little I'm a little lucky because I'm. Not 26 yet. Parents? So I'm on my parents still. So my, my dad still has a policy, a family policy, because my brother, he's 18. Mm-hmm. So I just hop back on it. So it doesn't cost him anymore. I, I do my own copay sure. and, and whatever else. Um, now, at the end of next year, I have to get my own insurance. It's expensive. I thought it would be, yeah. It's pretty expensive. So that, that kind of sucks a little bit. Um being a real estate agent sounds glamorous because you see it on TV and in the media, like, oh, they make so much money. And it's true, you do. I mean, I'm the first to admit I make a really good living. I'm a little bit lucky that I have this quickly, but I make a really good living. But my life is expensive. <laughs> you know, I have I have the new truck to give me the tax deduction, but I also have a very large payment. Yeah, you still got to pay for it. Yeah. You still got to pay for it. You know, health insurance will be expensive when I have to get it. Uh, I have... The monthly fees are pretty cheap because working here is very cheap. Uh, other places charge you out the butt every single month just to work there. Um, yeah, I've heard of that. You got small fees. It's like a th- I have to pay like 50 bucks a month, I think, just to be a member of the local association so I can have the MLS. Um, and then I pay annual fees. I think I just paid 350 bucks the other day for my annual dues. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's expensive, but... You know, once you get rolling, you you pretty much learn how to, how what's to manage your, all that. What's your like your average day like? It's always a little bit different. Um, I'm also a little different than your average agent. Excuse me, which I think is what sets me apart from some of my peers. Is I'm here every single day, almost every single day. Uh, I roll in at nine, rough life. Roll in at about nine. I usually have. I have, I have listings and I have buyers, so I usually have emails and stuff to take care of from the night before. You know, pending deals going on, so I slowly got to do stuff. I usually rock all that out in the morning. Um, there are days where I sit here and I don't do anything. I shoot shit with the other people in the office. I watch a basketball game that's on TV. Uh, sometimes I go out to Prairie Meadows just to kill a couple of hours. I'll go have lunch meetings with you know, lenders, other agents, whatever. Um Sometimes I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get a new listing this week. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. If I get a meeting, I'm I'm at least happy. Um, I target for sale by owners a lot. Our commission is really cheap. Being a for sale by owner, you're at a a big disadvantage. So, um, you know, I reach out to them and I'm like, Hey, look, you guys are at a disadvantage. I understand you want to save money, but if you're going to go list with an AG, you might as well list with me because I'm cheaper than 90% of them out there. So, 
every day is a little bit different and it's a challenge. The first six months I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> you know, I went from the military structured. I knew what I was doing every single day and we had, you know, different day of the week. You're doing different stuff, you know, right. Yep. You don't have that here. You know, you got to figure out how to do your life, you know, and I, I leave at three thirty, four o'clock every day, I go home and you know, that's my day. Sometimes, sometimes I got to go do meetings like last night at new listing. So I went there at four thirty. I was there for an hour and a half. So that that was most of my most of my day was just focusing on that one house. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not really a good answer for that, but it's, so it's weird. <clears throat> I started doing podcasts. You know, I read a lot. I do read a lot of news. I'm up in the news. I got a lot of downtime. Let's take a guy. I'm trying to come up with a good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, anybody that's thinking about doing this, and I, I hear a lot of people, oh, I'm going to get yep. real estate. Yep. If you could give them a couple of tips to prepare um, to do this, what would you tell them? If anybody's listening and wants to get into real estate, by all means, reach out to me. Uh, Charter House is a phenomenal place to work at. You don't have to work here, but you can still give you some pointers. But Charter House is awesome to work at. A um, couple of tips. Uh, don't quit your job right away. <laughs> like I did. Uh <laughs> I should have quit my job the day I got my license, not, you know, two months before. I was on, I was getting paid till basically the day I got my license, but I should have stayed on until I got it and then gone on leave and et cetera. Um, Makes sense, yeah. Uh, let me think about this. You want to try and time your license unless you have, like, you know, your parents want to buy a half-million-dollar house, like, in a couple months uh, you want to try and time it. I recommend you get your license in January uh, because your license is good for three calendar years. Oh, it's yeah. good for calendar years. Makes sense. If you get your license on December 15th, 2019, 2019 is now a full year. You only get to have it for two years. Right. So then you have, yeah. to, re- you have to renew in two years, which costs money, time, effort, et cetera. Um, so I time it. I, I was lucky. I, I decided I was going to do this in October. And it worked out perfectly. There's an online class. There's three in-person classes. You have to do a background check. Yes, if you're military and you have a security clearance, you still got to do a background check because <laughs> someone's going to ask that question. Um, three per three in class, three in-person classes. Um, and once all that is done, you take your test, um, and which you will likely have to take twice. I did. Um, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's actually two tests. It's a state and national test. Mm-hmm. I passed the national the first time. I thought it was really easy. I failed the state by one question. That's, some of those yeah. are like, we didn't cover this in class. Yeah, and you don't. <laughs> you don't. You, you don't. don't. And none of the stuff you go over in class, none of the stuff you, is on the test, is anything that teaches you how to be a real estate agent. Just for the record, just get through it. I mean, just get through it. Don't focus on trying to learn. We got a guy right now, uh, Ross Peterson, from KXNO. You may have heard of him. He's a big sports guy on the radio here. He's doing it right now. And I told him, I'm like, dude, stop trying to learn this stuff. You don't need to know what millage rate is. No. Or what different property rights are along waterways. You don't need to know that stuff. No. Uh, it, just get through it. Um, and once you're done, then you, you have to get insurance, errors and omissions insurance. So if I screw up helping you buy a house, I do have insurance. So you can sue me and everything will be fine. Please don't sue me. Wow. But, but it can happen. I uh, have the insurance there for it. Um, and uh, then you get your license. So time it. Try to get it in January. I think I hit submit on January 2nd, and I had it six days later. I'm about to do that again next month uh, for my broker's license. 
Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a whole other thing. A lot more classes, much harder tests. So what's that do for you? Uh, it gives me a step up from my peers. Uh, was something I wanted to do. I have learned some stuff, uh, not very much, uh, but I've learned a few things, mostly about managing the office and being here every day. It's beneficial for the company, the stuff that I'm learning, because I'm able to say, hey, we're doing this wrong. Um, but, uh, you know, people are scrolling through our website. They'll see uh, Mark Charter, owner, realtor, or broker, realtor, owner, whatever. It says, broker, it says broker. owner and broker, whatever it says. Yep. You see 12 realtors, and you see me who's a broker associate. That immediately puts me a step up for my peers. It's costing me $1,000 to go do it, but I'm going to do it. It's nine classes that are 100 bucks a piece plus a test that costs another 100 bucks. That's assuming I pass it the first time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's, that's awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> Three more classes, baby. <sighs> Three more classes. So um, poker, that's next for us. I, I think uh-huh. talking about classes, I'm going to start taking some poker classes. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah, I like playing <laughs> poker too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm out of real estate cla- uh, questions. Okay. So I yeah. think it's time for a little football. That was very informative. Actually. It was. I mean, all I got to say yeah. is, is I hope that listeners out there will think of me when they want to buy or sell a home, um, or and or if you got a friends or family that want to do it, I always love referrals. I usually reward people somehow in some way with a referral. Um, and if you are interested in a real estate career, let me know. I mean, it's a great great biz. It's fun to work in. Uh, one last tip is make sure you got some money in the bank when you go into it. I it took me five months to make a paycheck. So, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, and they're gonna fly. It doesn't happen very quickly. I got a listing within thirty days. And I actually found out tonight that my very first listing, uh, he's actually a listener. Shout out to Boomer, if you are listening. Uh, <laughs> very first listing, very quickly. He gave me a chance. Uh, I won't get into detail. It took a long time to close, but we, we sold it. We had multiple offers in like six hours. So, of course, I'm a brand new agent. I just got my listing on the market, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? Uh, worked out great. Got her sold. Got her pending. So a few things happen and they're going through your mind. You know, you get to meet the people and you're like, all right, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just got hired. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to get get a paycheck, get things rolling. Um, you know, sometimes it takes a week or two to get on the market. You finally get on the market, you put that first sign in the yard and you're like, yeah, this feels really cool. This is really cool. You're going to take a bunch of pictures of it and you're, get really, your name proud on the you're sign. really proud of yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. My sign was on a random yard in a house in Urbandale, you know. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, I got lucky. I sold. That's the only... Only multiple offer I've ever had in two years. Wow. Very first one in six hours. I have sold other homes in, in the first day, but never had multiple offers. Um, so, that, I mean, that's amazing. You know, I'm just, you're pumped up. You're like, yeah, I just sold this house. And, uh, and then you realize it's not closing for, you know, a month and a half. You're like, oh, I don't get paid till closing. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, she's so like, oh, dang it. It's not quite as exciting. You know, your, your average home, uh, which which may happen for most people, is you find that you do get that listing and, it probably takes 45 days. I think the average time on market right now is actually over 50 in the Des Moines area, uh, winter and whatever else. That doesn't so help, but you could be dealing with yeah. three months. Yeah. 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 If not it, longer. It, it, it's probably 90 days. I usually tell people from list day to close day, plan for 90. It might be sooner. It might be a lot longer, but plan for 90. It's going to be at least 30 to 45, wow. very least. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's all I got to say. So, hit me up, folks. I love I love meeting with people. Let's have coffee or beer, whatever. Talk about it. It's fun. Or some of this concoction. Yeah, we can talk about fridge door special. Whatever you want to do. 
My stomach's kind of gurgling a little bit. That's yeah. I'm so <laughs> thankful that I'm. I'm gonna keep winning. Yeah, because I don't want to do anything you nasty should. like that. I don't know what we're gonna do after um, after football season. Wow. We'll figure something out. Uh, There's always college basketball. There's we'll be creative for the playoffs. I'm sure we'll do a playoff special. We can do a Super oh, Bowl yeah. special, prop bets and stuff. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. NCAA tournament for sure. College basketball is tough to make weekly picks because <sighs> yeah. Have yeah, you got a lot going on. We'll figure something out. Oh, absolutely. Maybe, maybe we'll just stop doing it. Or we'll figure out a different competition. I don't know. Sounds good. That'll be some sort of competition. We'll think. Perfect. You think of this stuff in the shower. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. All right. Just thinking of you. I'm gonna do this now. <laughs> oh, get this I'm so excited about this. It's gross. I'm so excited. It's not me. I was so scared I was gonna lose. Stir it back up. I, it's a funny I'll story. So I lost two weeks ago, right? We knew we weren't doing a show because of Thanksgiving. The only reason I texted you and said let's do picks this week <laughs> offline was so that you could lose and we could do this together. <laughs> yeah. And now here I am uh, sitting here doing this doing this twice. Yeah, pretty awesome. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, all right, let's do this. Let's stir it and make sure it's, it hasn't settled. Oh, it's the mayo that makes it yeah, it's like creamy. Oh, my God. Yes. Is it still as good as it was the first time? I think it's all psychological. I mean, I like go, I go in thinking it's going to be terrible, and it's not. I mean, we gotta, we're gonna, I'm going to come up with something else because it, it's got to be horrible. <sighs> I hope you come up with the worst thing imaginable and you lose. That's what I'm scared of. That's, that's kind of what I just did. Absolutely, why I'm scared. This wasn't that bad, for the record. We can do this again. I'm not scared. Well, oh man, conference championships this weekend. Oh, you're doing, and you did all um, college this week, right? Mm-hmm. I did all pro. Sorry, I'm washing down some Coke right now. Weird. No worries. Um, yeah, conference championships this weekend. What's happened in sports the last couple of weeks? LeBron James traveled like a mofo last night. <laughs> and the Harden, did you see the James Harden deal with the? Oh, the that's dunk? insane, man! It's that's like, insane. I was watching it. Like, that that directly impacted the change, the the ending of the game. That was nuts. Uh, it'll be they. I don't I haven't heard. They have to file a formal. Oh, hey, look at this. One minute ago, this just in: Rockets to file official protest regarding James Harden's dunk that wasn't counted in Tuesday's Los Spurs. That means if the NBA does anything about it, um, assuming that their their complaint or their official protest was to either change the outcome of the game and give them the win, which if you think if all things the same, that two points would have won them the game because they mm-hmm. went to double overtime. Mm-hmm. You give them those two points, you don't even go to overtime. They just won by two. Or they replay the last seven minutes, 50 seconds of the game at a future date. <laughs> so, because that's when it happened. And it was an uncontested dunk. He was he was the only yeah. person in the backcourt. I mean. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, uh, did you see the San Francisco announcer guy got suspended for? Oh, well, four. So, racism. Don't be a racist. I don't know what side I'm on with this, but I think it's kind of stupid. But, uh he was talking about Lamar Jackson last weekend playing the 49ers. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's got a darker skin tone and he made a comment. He's about the black the combination of the black jerseys and his skin tone and the color of the ball makes it near impossible to tell where the ball is after, you know, a play fake. You don't know if it's with the running back or if it's with Lamar Jackson and he's already really fast. Oh so, yeah. You yeah. know, if you're a step behind cause you don't know where the ball is, he's gone. And that's the only point he was trying to make. 
uh, how's that? It's, I don't uh, think that's racist, in my opinion. No. We won't get too deep into it because we don't want to get get, get into that. But, offended, but, but nah, it's, nah. Yeah, so now he's suspended and maybe being fired. And Oh, man. <laughs> like An innocent thing. And Lamar Jackson hasn't said anything about it. Like, he was not upset about it. If he was upset about it, maybe. But he's... I don't think he said anything, so I don't know. Uh, I, people get too crazy, I think. Yeah. What happened to Duke, man? Did they They lost... A couple games, didn't they? No, they lost one lost to one. a nobody. It was yeah. the Stephen F. Austin University. That's right. Yeah, so I watched that. That was horrible. And so they dropped to number 10, I believe, in the nation. And then they beat Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State's a shell of what they should be. They thumped them, which, okay, yeah. Crazy. I don't – I love Duke, but I just don't see it happening this year. I mean, of course, I make the tournament. This is going to be – well, I, I – Duke is a – I don't think Duke wins very many championships in the near future. Because they're a one-and-done school. And they are now, yep. Oh, man. It does give me a little <laughs> bit of gas. Um, I don't think that – I think that the mature teams – and if you can look back in the last few years, it's it's the teams that have the juniors and the seniors that are making it deep in the tournament. You know, Duke went out in, what, the Sweet 16 last year? Elite Eight, something yeah, like that. Was... You know, they Virginia won, won, and they were full of seniors. Villanova won yep. two years ago. They were full of juniors and seniors. It's, it's the Villanovas, the Gonzagas, the Virginias. They're still really good schools that recruit nice. really well, but they re- recruit and they stay. The, hey, Kentuck- the Kentuckys, the Kansases, the, the Dukes, the North Carolinas. I don't think they're going to be winning championships very much. Tell you what, North Carolina got thumped by somebody. I just heard the final score. I'd have to look it up and see oh, what Michigan. It was. So Michigan, they just well, – So Battle of Atlantis, I watched the whole thing because Iowa State was in it. Um, funny, funny you mention it, I, Iowa State – was matched up with Michigan in the first round. I thought that was the game they were going to win. It was Michigan. Uh, played a very good game against Michigan, but ended up losing it. Uh, second round, Michigan played North Carolina and just crushed their souls. Yeah, and the, the championship stupid. was uh, – was it, it was Gonzaga. And, and, they, and they, handed, they handily beat them too. Wow. Yeah, so Michigan, they jumped to four in the rankings. I think they lost – Yesterday or day before, though. Let's take a look. Um, but they were in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I think they lost to Louisville. Or was they it did. Ohio State? I thought it was Ohio State that beat them. I had to look it up, the North Carolina game. Oh, they might have beat them last night. Yeah. I think they did because the last two days have been the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I think Challenge. that's what they it was. Each other. So Michigan was jumped all the way to four from unranked. They had to go to Louisville, who's the number one team in the country, and they now the number one team in the country, and they, they thumped Michigan. But – uh. Iowa State's got a lot of upside this year. I think they're going to be a lot better than we thought they were. Yeah. I, good game against Michigan. Thumped Alabama. Uh, good game against Seton Hall. And then fun fun little story here. We, we Good game against Seton Hall last Saturday, I think, Friday. Um, and now Seton Hall comes to Ames next this Sunday. Oh. Yeah, this Sunday. So we get a rematch within 10 days. Have you ever been to a basketball game at uh, – Yeah. I've only been to one Iowa State game. Yeah. It's in the Hoiberg era. Yeah. It was against Kansas. It was, oh, uh, it, was it was electric. It was just an electric. I think there's a possibility I go this week. I know several people that have season tickets. Um, so when they don't go, I usually am on the list to go. So Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so I may, I think I have a chance to go this weekend. We'll see. See if my friends call me. <laughs> Was the Ohio State? This is yesterday. Yeah, Ohio State beat North Carolina seventy-four to forty-nine. Mm-hmm. Woo! 
Yeah, Big Ten, man. They they look good this that's, year. That's good. That's good for the Big Ten. They look good. That is a thumping right there. It's like coated in the back of my throat. Mm-mm-mm. What am I going to make you do next week when oh, you lose? You have an idea? Not yet. I'll come up with something. Um, I have drill this weekend, so I'll have a lot okay. of time to think about it. Think about it. Make your unit listen, and uh, maybe oh, yeah. get some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we ready for some picks? Yeah, are you all NFL? I'm all NFL this wow, week. I'm all college. Weird. Yep. I decided to give up on the NFL. Plus, there's a lot of good games, conference championships. Yep, it's true. Very true. So, yep. Go right. for it, man. Give all right. The first one. I'll start with uh, Tennessee at Oakland. And Oakland is a two-and-a-half-point underdog, so they're plus 2.5. Uh-huh. And I'm taking Tennessee yeah. to cover that one. Yeah, Oakland looks like dog doo-doo. Ugh. Ass gravy. It ain't good. Yeah, they got blasted by the Chiefs and the Jets back-to-back. Uh, the Jets, that's the... Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like in the, my throat. Nice, I love it. It's on my uvula. Ha! <laughs> uh, Man, anyways. All right, first pick. We're going to go with the Big 12 Championship. That's my conference. That's my forte. Okay. I know these teams pretty well. I watched a lot of the games this year. Baylor-Oklahoma, a uh, rematch from three weeks ago. Mm. Um, it was at Baylor three weeks ago. And replay of the Super Bowl, Falcons-Patriots uh, Falcons Patriots a few yep. years ago. Yep. Uh, 28-3 lead, uh, and they blew it. Oklahoma came back and beat them. Uh, Baylor is a nine-point underdog this weekend. Mm. Uh I, I mean, I certainly believe that Oklahoma wins this game, uh, but I definitely think Baylor's got a good shot. Oklahoma's defense sucks. Yeah, Baylor's, Baylor's offense good. Is, is, is good. So nine points is too many, and I'm taking Baylor at plus nine. Got it. Got it. I like it. All right. The next NFL game I'm doing, the New York Giants. New York football Giants. The football Giants. At the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh-huh. And Philly nine is. Nine-point underdog. Oh, not Philly's a nine-point favorite, nine and a half-point yep. favorite. Uh, I got eight and a half. Oh, okay. And I'm taking Philly to cover. Philly. Yep. Oof. Philly to cover. Eli Manning's going to be starting that game. I don't think I agree, but okay. Okay. Hey, hey I don't know. Crappy football teams. I mean, it's they all good. It's all good. They both kind of suck. Uh, Eli, I feel like there's a good narrative here. It, will Eli come out and lay an egg? Probably. But you never know. But this is his last chance to be like, I'm a super or an MVP. Jeez. Oh, Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Two Super Bowl rings. I mean, that's the only reason he's an <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback. Pretty much. But, but this is his opportunity to come out and be like, all right. Absolutely. You know, I'm better than this rookie. I have a lot more experience like, than him, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. For pride, it's a pride thing. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I think I'll have, I'll have a long shot parlay that will include the Giants to win. Okay. It pays out like, uh, the other one is uh, – what was the other game I was looking at? Anyways, there's two games I picked, uh, and it, it was like 12 to 1 was the payout, so it doesn't suck. Uh, my second pick, I'm going to the American Athletic Conference, the, oh. a, the AAC, mm-hmm. uh, which has had probably the best year it's ever had in its history with Memphis, FNU, and Cincinnati all being ranked at the same time, including some deep undefeated runs. Um Cincinnati and Memphis are in this game. It's at Memphis. They don't have a neutral site championship game. The The team with the best record gets the home field advantage, basically. Hmm. Fun fact, they played this exact game last Saturday, Friday, last Friday. Hmm. Cincinnati at Memphis. The winner got to host this weekend. Hmm. 
Uh, they did end 34-24. Memphis won that game, so they're going back to the Liberty Bowl and playing in Memphis. It is very, very difficult to beat a team twice in a year, much less two weeks in a row. Uh, and Cincinnati's a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm kind of going on these trends of these huge underdogs in these championship games. Uh, I like Cincinnati not only to cover, but to win. So I got Cincinnati at plus nine and a half, and it will be a very good game. So it was entertaining last week. It'll be entertaining this week. All right, good luck with you. That, we'll see what happens. My next pick, the Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. Houston is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I really think – so I've been listening a lot to the morning um, ESPN – uh, the Golik guy, Mike Golik and his yeah. son, and all this, yeah. and, and they're talking about all these MVP guys, and then Deshaun Watson is kind of down there. I think Deshaun Watson is going to try to prove something the last few weeks of the season. And we're going to go with Houston. Deshaun Watson, monster day. It's going to happen. It. I don't hate it. He's going to have a monster day. I mean, the Broncos' offense blows. Just throw that out there. It's terrible. Um, they do have a very, very good defense, but, I mean – I don't see that, think there's any reason why the Texans don't score, and the Broncos probably have a hard time keeping up. Yeah, he's. If I think I can stay healthy. He's got future MVP written all over him, but it's just yeah, just gotta stay healthy. Agreed. I I picked him up in fantasy, uh, two three years ago, whatever. Two years ago, his rookie year when he came in, uh, I picked him up really early, and he was having a rookie yeah. of the year. I also had. This is before sports betting was legal in Iowa, so I was doing it technically illegally. But I had a futures bet on him to win rookie of the year. And uh, then he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL like six hours after I dropped my other quarterback in fantasy football. (laughs) And by the time – well, I I placed a waiver claim back on him and didn't get him. So, yeah, that was how I lost my quarterback that year. So, Mm -mm -mm. yeah. Uh, All right, my third pick. I'm going to the ACC, the uh, American Coastal Conference, oh, or like Athletic Coastal, whatever it is. Atlantic. The AC, Atlantic Coastal. Yeah. yeah A's, that, whatever. Those words, yeah. The ACC, Clemson, uh, probably one of the best teams in the country. Yes. Um, should be in the playoff come Sunday. Uh, that's when all the selections will be. The bowl selections are also mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing Virginia. It was going for their first ACC championship ever. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm a little worried about this pick, I'll be totally honest, because I think Clemson's got something to prove. They haven't played anybody all year. They've had an easy road to an undefeated season. People are talking about it. If they lose this game, they're out of the playoffs, guaranteed. So I have a feeling they're going to come in, they're going to try and prove something, but I'm hoping they don't. <laughs> Virginia is a 28-and-a-half-point underdog, <laughs> and I'm taking Virginia. They just got to keep it within four touchdowns. This could be a 50-to-3 game. I don't know, but I'm hoping it's not. Can't. I'm hoping it's like 50 to like 30, you know. I can't disagree with you, but. It's just a lot of points. I mean, Virginia's this is their Super Bowl. I mean, they're still going to go to a bowl game, but it's probably going to mean a lot less to them than this game does on Saturday. So the, my <laughs> so my, hope, my hope on this pick is that they try to at least make it a game and uh, cover four <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah. Surely. surely. Yep. Oh, here's my two losers. I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams. However. Um, they're going to play. Okay. The Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Yeah. And the Jets are at minus five and a half. Uh, okay. I'm going to go Miami on this one. <laughs> it's 
I know I said the Jets. I just I just don't see it. Know, these teams are so inconsistent. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. The I mean, teams like those two teams have been just bizarro all year. So Fitz 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 Magic Fitzpatrick yeah, right Fitzpatrick. I mean, even if they're down, you know, fourteen. Oh no, fourteen would be too much. Ten. I mean, he, he'll get a garbage touchdown at the end. Keep and, it close. Keep know, it within. Yeah, five and a half. How about your boy? Um, What's the guy's name in Jacksonville? You saw that Foles. Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah. It's your boy right there. Minshew Mania is back this weekend, <laughs> it's, it's baby. Back. Yep, Foles. The is Jaguars bitch. have sucked since Nick Foles came back. And Gardner. <laughs> he's like the magic dude. Yeah, if people want to talk about Kirk Cousins stealing money from the Minnesota Vikings, he's actually having a career year. So he's, now stop, he is now. So top, stop talking madness. He's doing well. But uh, Nick Foles stole money from the Jaguars. Oh, my God. And the thing is, he could be so good. He's got – I don't get it. you got to wonder if he's not a fraud. I mean, yeah, he, took him, he, through, he took him through the playoffs, and he, he was <clears> – God, my throat. Won a Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> but maybe it was just the team around him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was. Carson Wentz isn't looking that good either since no, the Super Bowl. So maybe it was – not. And he looked – he had an almost MVP season. Maybe it was a team around him. I think he's way overhyped too. Yeah. Carson Wentz, like, shut up. It might have been the Wentz. team around him. Just saying. <sighs> just saying. Um. Is it your turn? Yeah, sorry. Okay. No no big deal. Uh, I get, fourth I pick, lost. going to the Big Ten, Ohio State, uh, number one team in the country. They're going to play Wisconsin for the second time. Uh, did I pick Wisconsin last week? Not on this podcast. I did on a different one. I picked Wisconsin not only to cover, but we to win. We both did. We both did. At Minnesota. Did we? <laughs> Whatever. Um, anywho's. Uh they got thumped last time they played Ohio State. Sure did. However, it was at the Horseshoe, and this is going to be at a neutral site. Um, same thing with Cincinnati and Memphis. It's hard to not only beat a team twice, but thump them twice. So uh, they are a 16-and-a-half-point underdog. <sighs> uh, I think Ohio State loses that game, and they're still in the playoff. It's probably the only conference championship amongst those top teams that doesn't have any, really any implications. If they get embarrassed, they'll probably get knocked out. But if they get beat, you know, they're up two touchdowns, and they go and they they bench their quarterback, uh, you know Justin Fields, and they're uh, you know amazing running back J.K. Dobbins, and maybe Chase Young gets benched. Their DN to you know rest your good guys because you need them to win the national oh, yeah. championship. Absolutely. So, uh, I look for Wisconsin to, to at least get within sixteen and a half. I wish it was seventeen uh, to give me that extra field goal, but uh, I mean I think it's probably within ten. It's my hopes. Mm. So. Yep. I like it. Actually, like it. Wisconsin plus sixteen and a half. I do like it. I like the Badgers. My last pick. This is my craziness. Um, Baltimore Buffalo. Buffalo is five and a half point underdogs. Mm-hmm. I was nothing but impressed when I watched Buffalo and Dallas play. I am on the Buffalo Bills bandwagon right now. Mm-hmm. I just love them. I just think they're great. I know Lamar Jackson. I got it. Yeah, yeah. but I'm taking Buffalo. I'm on the bandwagon. Their defense looks five good. five and a half. Yeah, yeah, five and a half. Yeah, that uh, – yeah. I don't hate that either. I mean, I, it's it, it only scares me because of Lamar Jackson. Oh, absolutely, because if he starts lighting it up well, then it's, yeah. that's the way it is. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Bills' defense is probably – the top – at least top three. They're playing in the league this so year. so well. They can – Yeah, they're, they're playing just shutting great. people down. Um, and Josh Allen's playing great. Uh, I picked him up a fantasy. He's my fourth quarterback this year. And I'm, lucky, I'm lucky I have him. I think he's um, great. Yeah. He's just playing great. So I, I don't I don't hate that pick. It's scary because 
Lamar I know, Jackson because of Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> you know, he can hide the ball next to his arm because I know, and you can't see the ball. <laughs> I know it's like okay, we're gonna get <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I, 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 I like know. that pick. I think that's a potential another one to be an underdog money line in a parlay to win some money. So I just man, I was nothing but impressed with that Thanksgiving Day game. Like God, these guys are good. They're just mm-hmm. playing well. My fifth pick, uh, this is the SEC championship, LSU and Georgia. Oh, uh, Georgia's had a good year. Two great teams. Uh, very disappointing upset uh, against South Carolina. Their offense has been a shell of what it should have been. Uh, but LSU is phenomenal. It should be a good game, but LSU is phenomenal. They uh, are. Joe Burrow will likely win the Heisman next week. Yep. And through the grapevine, I know, I know somebody that knows his older brother. Excuse me. Oh, it tasted like stuff. Um, and his brother placed a $500 bet on him back in June to win the Heisman. And come next weekend, he will likely win $75,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Tigers are a seven-point favorite, touchdown pay, favorite, and I'm rolling with it. Yeah, I'd have to do I'm the ro- same. I'm rolling with it. Uh, they're going to they're gonna give up some points to Georgia because LSU's defense isn't the best in the, in the SEC. But uh, I – Think, jeez, uh, can't can't talk. It's just discombobulated by the stuff, <laughs> the special sauce. Uh, George is going to have a hard time keeping up. Yep, LSU minus seven. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, I would actually do absolutely the same thing. Mm-hmm. Those are our picks. Uh, quick recap: Bob's all NFL. Tennessee Titans minus two and a half. Uh, the Eagles minus eight and a half. The Houston Texans minus nine and a half. We got big favorites here. I know it. Dolphins plus five and a half, as well as the Bills plus five and a half. I got Baylor plus nine, Cincinnati plus nine and a half, Virginia uh, plus 28 and a half, Wisconsin plus 16 and a half. Man, I got a lot of underdogs. And LSU minus seven. Those are the picks. We will come up with a punishment in the meantime. Uh, before we go, how dare you take away my playoff spot. Oh, I love it. Fantasy football. Still not over yet. It's not over yet. So, what has happened in the last 2 weeks is we played each other. I was projected to to crush you, I think. You are. As which I I think every single week I have the highest projection and my team always underperforms, so it's really frustrating. But uh you beat me. I was still in 4th place hanging on that last spot and you were right behind me in 5th. Yep, yep. This weekend going into Monday night football. All I need is Tyler Lockett, who's probably my most consistent best player. Oh, Christian McCaffrey is my second best consistent player. I needed seven points. Should have been easy. Should have been easy. Nope. Bat whopping zero. So I lose to one of the worst teams in the league. Yep. Uh, Very disappointing loss. And uh, you're like, we have the same record, but you have like seven more points than I do. So close. So it's so close. so this weekend I'm playing one of the worst teams in the league. I'm again. playing the number one team. And you're playing the number one team. I'm once again, I think, the highest projected total out of the whole league. I'm sure I won't get there. Uh, other than the one league where I scored 219. Um, I scored 220 one week and lost. Yeah, it sucks. It's stupid. <laughs> it's <fucking> stupid, man. <laughs> so uh, we'll find out next week which one of us gets in the playoffs. No, this is it. I don't think there's anybody else that can get in. Pretty sure it's between Unless me and you. There's one other team, which I can't remember who it is, but one other team can get in, but they have to outscore both of us by like 80 points. That's probably not going to happen. So, yeah. yeah. I'm projected to win, but that doesn't mean that I could care less about that. that well, if we matter. both if we both win or we both lose, 
it just it comes down to points. Comes down to points. Comes down. So we'll be looking at. So I'll be looking at matter. your score all weekend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So next week we'll find out who got in. Uh, that's all we got. Uh, it's been a great show. We're back. Uh, and thank you. And have a wonderful. Have a great night, folks. Evening.